Greetings, people. What's up? Been, I know it's been a while, you know. Uh, you know, today we're just going to get straight to the point about uh, the situation going on on the island of Jamaica in terms of the so-called Maroons and the cooperation known as Jamaica, right? So today we have on the panel here, Brother Dartmonix with me here to just, um, you know, break down terms and also point in the right direction as we're to get the information to confirm that what we are discussing on here is nothing but the truth all right so um that one what you're what you saying what you have to yeah, say brother greetings greetings everyone want to say peace love and light to everyone um much love much honor to everyone uh hope all is well with you and your loved ones and um hope uh a lot more people are waking up to the spell that a lot of folks are under in these times and realize that the a lot of the ones that you put in positions to be for you are not really for you. Um, every Almost everyone that um, Brother American Arox and I have come across have all had hidden agendas. Um, and that goes not only within our little circle, but within the political circle, within the corporate circle, you just have people out there that have hidden agendas and just cannot come out and tell full truth, right? It's like we're on a, a, a life raft and every man for himself, not realizing that if every man worked together in unison, that we can make it on that life raft, right? But, you know, um we're not here to play games with anyone and we're not here to befriend anyone that is being um divisive deceitful right truth is truth and it's time for people to open their eyes and be able to see and hear lies when it's being told right and the only way people are going to be able to make sense out of a lot of the stuff that's going on is do your research not because <clears throat> someone vouch for somebody or you feel like this person grew up with a good family and a good home means that that person mean you any good always take everything and anything anyone tells you with a like a grain of salt until you go and look into it yourself all right that's the only way you're going to get clarity so we realize it's a lot of things that's going on back on the island, um, ritual killings, uh, these things that have been going on, and this claim to sovereignty. So we're going to start back again from the beginning. For two and a half, probably what, three years, Arawak, we worked with them? Yes. About two and a half, three years, we worked with Alex and Malkia of the Yen Kun Kun and the Akongpong um maroons we're not throwing all maroons into this category because we didn't work with all maroons we worked with those two for two and a half to three years shared information helped get helped even get a um cannabis business started up back home for alex and when that business got started up he stopped dealing with us 
with any information pertaining to the business and personalities started switching up to where talks of separatist talks of separating from the mainland people and the people on the lower land and the people of the other islands started coming into their vocabulary, which um, American Arawaks and I were not for. Uh, the goal is for us is to build capital to be able to help all of our people. We say that we are West Indians. When we say West Indians, we are talking about Indians of the Western Hemisphere, which is the entire Americas, all right? We're not separating. And from day one, when we split ties with these two, um, not only because uh, it's a lot of sneakiness and a lot of um, secretive things was going on where they started keeping uh, information and stuff from us, even a true context between them and um, Richard Curry, that they knew that he was running for Maroon Chief, that they knew him for years, and that the information that we've been sharing back and forth with each other, that they've been sharing with um, the gentleman, right? And when confronted on their relationship with him, they made it sound like, you know, was someone that they just knew, just met and these things um with our dealings with them they knew that we are not for the moorish ideology or any form of um moorish um intervention or any form of moorish talk when it comes to our history right because the moors were traitors and the moors were our very first invaders and colonizers also Okay, so the Moors are not folks who are in, indigenous or original to the Americans. Now, we have to be careful with the word more. Okay, depends on how you use it. But when they're using it, they're talking about subjects, people who are holding to the British crown, the English crown who are colonizing. Okay, people who have taken an oath to the crown. All right. Just like with the Maroons, they have taken an oath to the crown. They are under the rulership of the crown to this very day. All right? Not only are the Moors are under the English crown, they are also under the crown, the, the empire of Morocco, which is over in Africa. So the understanding of the history is deep. Now, the reason why I say be careful with the word because the word is also also pretty much means dark-skinned people everywhere all over the world. Pretty much what it means also. So you have to be careful with the word. So when people are saying word more, ask them in what context do you mean? Now, when they start going and say, well, the Moors were the very first people here, are you just saying that dark-skinned people were the very first people here? Or are you now referring to the Moroccan Empire? Because now when they're going off referring to the Moroccan Empire or what they call the Asiatic people, now that is not us. That is not our people. Those are our colonizers. And you have those who teamed with the colonizers, bred with the colonizers, and took on the colonizers' ideology of separatists and divide and conquer, where they are dividing and conquering the original peoples of the Americas. Okay? As people of the West Indies, Caribbean, islands, we, our originality of ancestry came from South America on up, coming on down throughout the entire Americas 
ending up into the Caribbean islands, what they also call the West Indies. We are the descendants of the Arawakan people, the Toltecs, Mayans, Aztecs, you name it. We are the descendants of those ancient empires, okay? So when you have folks using even the words such as indigenous, because now they created what is called indigenous day, right? Where folks are celebrating indigenous day. You, you want to say something, brother? Yeah. Um, yes, they use these words very... Um, when they use these words, the intent behind using these words, like, for example, indigenous, like to us, it means the point of origin. So when we use that word, I mean, our point of origin is from this hemisphere. Okay. But when they are using it, it's, it's to include other foreigners that mixed in with us. Okay. Yeah. So this, how, this is how they um, um they are slick when they use these terms and it's to involve or overwrite the original existence that we are from okay and they use it and it's the slide words in like taino to um muddy up the waters when they all they gotta say is arawak just straight arawak they yeah. you see we realize with these people just watch how them um deliver their um their speech or their argument watch the words i use carefully right they, they um them deviate from the word arawak so much right they said maroon they said everything all types they use all different terms and the one term that place you as the original inhabitants of the of the land they deviate from it why is that you know what i'm saying brother exactly yeah absolutely right right he's absolutely right and this is the thing because even taino taino is a government created organization that was put in place to gentrify the original people the descendants of the first people of this land now people when people are saying also indigenous they'll start start also saying the first um inhabitants to colonize or to migrate uh, here during colonization, right? The first set of colonizers. So you gotta be careful of the word indigenous. We are original, originally, original, first people off of these lands. But the brothers and sisters who are in the deep south or in the north or in the central or up there in Canada, we are the descendants of the original people. Now, you heard me mention the term Asiatic. Asiatic is the Native American man and woman because their people were the dark-skinned Chinese, Asian folks who were kicked out of these Asian countries and sent over here as laborers. They contracted, before they were contracted, they came together with what you call the Black Ladinos, which are the Moors of Spain okay the dark-skinned negroes of spain that are our first colonizers that was going through south america slaughtering the people up in south america coming all down to the caribbean islands those are dark-skinned people they weren't pale-faced people they were dark-skinned people those black asians are dark-skinned asians asian folks integrated with those people 
and along with the United States Federal Corporation formulated a contract and agreement. So the brothers and sisters who've been pushed down into the deep South, the brothers and sisters who are in Chicago, the brothers and sisters who are, who are in Missouri, the brothers and sisters who are all throughout Florida, you understand? The brothers and sisters who are not on the reservation, okay? And who has been blacklisted off of these reservations. Those people who are on the reservation are the colonizers and children of the colonizers. Now, this is where it gets also tricky, right? Because uh, the reason why we want to break this down so that when we get into what we're going to say about the Maroons and um, these people, that people understand where we're coming from and then you go do your research. Okay, now here's where it gets tricky. You hear um, when the when colonization was taking place during the King Philip's War, King Philip segregated our males and females and children away from each other, sent off the males over into the West Indies, kept the females on the mainland, and the females were put into homes with other colonizers, and the children were put into homes with other colonizers and raised by the colonizers okay now those children grew up learning the ways of the colonizers and how the history was told by the colonizers and then bred with the colonizers those are also the folks who are on the reservation this is why raymond Tuhawks can proudly say his ancestor is king philip king philip did a lot of a lot of sinister stuff to our people then the, a lot of the Arawakan empires and Aztec empires were renamed underneath uh, uh, um, the corporate structure um, tribes that we now hear and see now today. The names of these tribes that you see now today on the mainland, those aren't, a lot of those are not the original names. Those are corporate names because the folks who, are, who founded those names and those entities are contracted with the federal corporation. They were given over 150 to 200 million acres of land. Tax, they are, they are tax exempt on those lands and these things. So even that footage of Trump saying, you don't look like Indian to me, which you have another supposed Aboriginal channel that cut that footage, took out the original piece where he's looking at the Asian folks who are posing as Indians and said it to them and put in a picture of a biracial family Right uh, of what, uh, what what were they Choctaw or something like that? He he was claiming that they were bro, and he put that picture in. Uh uh no, they were um they were the um damn I forget what it what it uh is it is it ah uh, damn it's not letting up is, is it Pequot? Pequot no, yeah Pequot yeah I think it was Pequot and he's saying that these are the people that Trump was talking to. No, it was not. And you have people out there that are lying and twisting stuff to fit their narrative to mislead you. You understand? Because the original video footage, anyone can get that footage because it was on C-SPAN. All you have to do is go put in a request for it and you will get it. The entire footage of the room was filled with nothing but Asian folks pretending to be Indian. And he called them out that they're living tax-free. And he said to them, have you, what have you done with this money? Have you given any of this money to the real Indians, which are you, who were then later on in history reclassified from Indian to Black to Negro to African American, okay, to Carib, uh, 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 to Afro Caribbean, okay? Black Carib, Black Carib, all right. That's why on the Taino application they got Black 
carrot. Okay? They will never call you an Arawak because Arawak means that you are the original people, descendants of the first people, the original people, the people that the Most High created and put here in this hemisphere. They will never call you a Mayan. They will never call you an Inca. They will never call you an Aztec. They won't call you these things. Because it means that they came here and colonized you and have been gentrifying you ever since. And you have people who have sold you out and have contracted with these folks because they are part of a society that we call a fraternal and sorority society. That mm -hmm. moves now into the Jesuit order with the Maroons and these folks who are part of these orders. They certainly are. Okay. They certainly so they, are. They have taken an oath to screw you over. And I said it when when we started catching on to these to the disciples of um what is now Richard's Curry, what attorney attorney general and, and foreign, affairs. foreign affairs, that <clears throat> their whole goal is to separate those who they call Maroons from the rest of the 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 um descendants of the first people on the island. So they're gonna separate you. So because you guys identify as Jamaican and Jamaica is a corporation created by the British crown, they're going to separate themselves from you and leave you to be served. A serf is a slave onto the crown. Now, yes. the Maroons go by this treaty, right? Richard Curry and his, and his, his, his two uh, um, folks go by the 1739 treaty that they have with the crown, okay? And if you read that treaty, because they're saying that the Maroons aren't traitors, just your people are traitors. That's not that treaty. You're the only ones that have a treaty. They're the only ones that have a treaty, okay? Until there's any other treaty that, is, that has surfaced, they're the only ones that have a treaty, and they're, and they're still doing what the treaty entails to this very day, they will never stop, and they will never be sovereign. You see, if they if they if they didn't try to trick us and then cut our throats because they thought they got some information, and then try to run now all over public television with half-assed information, they would have known known certain things before they start going out there and making a fool of themselves. Not only making a fool of themselves, they're making it bad for us. And folks who are coming into this information that wants to go and put their information either on the public record or on the private side of the record. Because now they're making it more difficult for you because they're making you seem like a terroristic organization. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So these people can deem you as hostile anytime you come down to their facilities to put your documents on the public records because these morons don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Right. Yep. So in a stand, the treachery runs real deep between them and us. Right. Like I said, we've been working. We worked with them for two and a half, three years. Okay. Two and a half, three years. You understand? So it's a lot of things that went down and a lot of talks that they were talking that we knew that they were not, they are not for the people, only for themselves and what they call maroon. Now, for, for the Maroons of Akongpong and for the people that live around the Akongpong um, village, okay, because they were awarded 1,500 acres of land in that treaty. Their job was to capture 
our ancestors who were running from slavery and for freedom. Their job was to capture them or hold them as slaves themselves and keep them as slaves themselves or return them for 30 pieces of silver. That was their job. Their job was if, if there was a rebellion to be lifted up, to, to upri uprising to come up, to fight back against the, the British, the English crown. Their job was to squash the rebellion. Suppress so it. Suppress it. So when he's saying, when he comes and he says, I wonder if we could pull up the um the audio. Let me see if I could get the audio. Which one? With Curry? Yeah, with Curry. Okay. Right? So we want we want we want to want them to play his own words because I told people that they're not for the whole island, they're only for their self. And and he's pretty much said it. In, oh, turn it up, turn it up, bro. If the Jamaican citizens choose not to understand their true history, right, start from the beginning. The Maroons as okay. As... Yeah. Hold on. Give me a minute. Just pull up the, the full video. Zane? Yeah, yeah. All right. Nine minutes. We'll, 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 let's let it play. And I'll just identify the part where he's literally saying. Because your ancestors didn't sign that treaty with them to turn coat on the other rest of people in the land. It's fuck you. And it's about us. That's your problem. Yeah, he's about to start now. Give me a minute. Okay. All right, we're ready. All right, so apologies. Some technical challenges right there. Um, I would like to again start from the top. In addressing the statements of the prime minister earlier today regarding the maroons and sovereignty most jamaicans have really no idea of the true history of the land and a great deception took place to purposely create division between the hearts and minds of those who reside on this island the deception goes far back to 1962 under the bustamante administration with the siaga led administration as well as the Andrewonis administration, who are fully aware of the oath that was taken to keep Maroons subservient by crippling their financial capabilities over the last 60 years. Today, I will read a letter from the House of Commons, which was entered into the British Parliament on July 6th, 1962, one month before Bustamante, before us, one, sorry, one month, one month before Bustamante would have received the charter to have a responsible government from the monarch within the Commonwealth. Nowhere in the charter for Jamaica does it say Jamaica is a unitary sovereign state. I implore Jamaican citizens to do a bit of research with me. Go over the information. The charter and constitution of Jamaica came after the British monarch signed an agreement with the Maroon government. I'm going to read to you this letter from Tom Dryberg, who's a member of parliament. This letter is dated July right, pause 5th, it there, bro. Pause it there. and stamped with an official. All right, let's let's read the letter because the letter is on his Instagram page. Yeah, let me take off my glasses. Let me take off my glasses. The letter is on his Instagram page. The letter says, Dear Colonial Secretary, I have from time to time taking an interest in the welfare of the Maroons of Jamaica, right? Now, in this letter, 
someone went over certain wording with a pen and altered certain spellings in the letter. Okay, but anyway, I have from time to time taken an interest in the welfare of the Maroons of Jamaica, who have, as you may know, a uniquely fascinating history. Some years ago, I was fortunate enough to be able to visit them in one of, in one of their main mountain villages, a Kung Pong, and was much impressed despite their poverty by their independence of spirit and their determined adherence to the treaty rights which they won from the crown so long ago. Now let's stop it there. When you go and you pull up the 1739 treaty, Maroon Treaty with the crown, you read that treaty. Yeah, let me let me see if I can pull it back up. Let me see if I can pull up that treaty and read it back. Right? But let's let's finish reading this letter. Then we're going to pull up the treaty. We're going to go into this because I want folks to under to, to, to comprehend. Right? Here, listen to what I'm saying and go do your research. Okay? Because what affects that little island that you call Jamaica, which is really a 28 archipelago island, affects the entire Americas. What affects Haiti affects the entire Americas because we see a lot of ritual killing, six people shot on the, on, 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 on what, what day was it, bro? Was it the 6th or the 26th? 6th of January at 6 o'clock. That's three sixes. Three sixes. Huh? Three sixes. Ritual killing. Just so happens right after he left. Huh? And and what's supposed to be a um a, a so-called celebration day from for the maroons? It was a ritual killing. It was rich, it was ritualistic. It was an offering. It was an offering. And this is what happens when you have these society, secret society people. This is what they believe in. You understand? Yeah. There's no risk, no beef between them and Angeholis. They are in the same fraternal order. No separation. Yep. Yeah. Underneath the same Jesuit ruling. No Control. separation. Control opposition. Exactly. So when they when you hear them start talking about Moors and Taino, these are the same occultic people. And you go back deeper into the history of what the occult is. And I'm not saying that these people are doing this. Well, if you go back into the history of what the occult is, what their celebrations are, organ harvesting and these things and the whole pedophilic thing and, and, and child sacrifice and these blood sacrifice, then you understand what's been going on around the world. The Jeffrey Epstein's in these things. Okay? But anyway, let's read the other part of the letter. Then we're going to go into the other... Um, we're going to go into the treaty. So now it says, can you let me know what their exact position is now and is likely to be in the future? I heard recently from Jamaica that their, their colonel, as they call their chief man, was planning to lead a, deputa a deputation to set 
Sir, to Secretary Sir Alexander. But what's that word there, bro? It's kind of blur. Oh, but Bustamante, Alexander Bustamante. I feel that it says I feel they are deprived of their treaty rights and their few thousand acres of land and their few thousand acres of land they would appeal to the british crown to protect them and it seems desirable desirable if possible to avoid a clash however relatively modest about a matter which could probably with good sense be settled amicably and with regard for their tradition of this proud people, for the tradition of this proud people. Now, nowhere in this did that man say that they're sovereign. Nowhere in this did that man say that they're autonomous. Nowhere in that document. More than it says they're holding onto the crown. They're dependent on the crown for protection. Well, the protection that the crown gave them was when the crown also created in 1962, the Jamaica Corporation, when the crown made public the Jamaica Corporation. This is why you see him down in the House of Parliament signing books and sitting across the table from Tom Tavares Finston because he is the Maroon Chief is a part of the House of Parliament. That is their protection on the, the crown is also the House of Parliament. Sovereignty, if one is to be sovereign, one has to have a whole nation. If one is to have a whole nation, in order to be sovereign, you must have military power. The Jamaica Corporation is sovereign because they have military power. The Jamaica Corporation has rulership over them because of that 1739 treaty, which says that the Maroon chief is supposed to wait on the king of England to return. So the Maroon chief is a boy, not a man. He's a cub, not a lion. You understand? So he's supposed to wait for the lion heart to return, which that's why you see the princes come almost every year when they used to come to Jamaica and these things. So they're um, not sovereign and they will never be sovereign because they stick on any, that treaty and they call itself Maroons and there's no such thing as a Maroon. A Maroon is not higher than an Arawak. An Arawak are the first people, not Maroons. Maroons is a, 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 a English created entity is their first soldier serving. They're militias. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. They're militias. And sovereignty is an office. It's not actually, nobody is sovereign. It's an it's a, it's a office, right? It's like saying, all right, you're appointed with duties and you're so, you have a sovereign duty to this entity. You just hold an office like an executor. You understand? So when you're saying they're sovereign and all of that, that's just an office. You, you, you understand? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you got to be careful when I use these words, right? It, it's better to say you're attacked on, right? You're an attacked on, meaning you spring from the land. 
Now you show your connection to the land rather than an entity. Right? An entity can just be an idea. People coming to a, um, a, an, an, an agreement and saying, okay, we're going to form this entity and we're going to make you sovereign. You're, you're going to hold the office of the sovereign. It's the entity sovereign, not the people. It's an okay. office. Okay? Now, um, these thoughts about um, Maroons um, being separate and free from the rest of the Jamaica Corporation Island. Listen, man, it's just wordplay. First and foremost, I've already done videos showing you what Jamaica, the Jamaica entity is. It's a crown trust. So there's no such thing as a Jamaican. It doesn't exist. So when you're saying you're going to separate yourself from the rest of the Jamaica citizen or the Jamaica population, what are you saying? What are you really saying? Oh, play that part of the audio so that they can hear it for themselves. Okay, let me see. Yeah, play it up. Let, let it play out. We can play it out. An official seal, 19, July 6th, 1962, the House of Commons. I would have just posted that letter on the on my Instagram page. You could refer to it afterwards, but let me go through word by word. It says, Dear Colonial Secretary, I have from time to time taken an interest in the welfare of the Maroons of Jamaica who have, as you know, a uniquely fascinating history. Some years ago, I was fortunate enough to be able to visit them in one of their main mountain villages, Akompong, and much impressed despite their poverty, by their independence of spirit and their determined adherence to the treaty rights which they run from the crown long ago. Can you let me know what their exact position is now and is likely to be in the future? I heard recently from Jamaica that their colonel, as they call their chief man, was planning to lead a delegation to see Sir Alexander Bustamante. I feel certain that if under an independent Jamaica government, they are deprived of their treaty rights and their few thousand acres of land, they would appeal to the British crown to protect them. And it seems desirable, if possible, to avoid a clash, however relatively modest, without a mat with a matter about a matter which could probably, with good sense, be settled amicably and with regard for the traditions of this proud people. Tom Dryberg, Member of Parliament. In a response to Mr. Dryberg's letter, Mr. Whiteleg wrote, Mr. Dryberg is not asking for intervention, but for information as to the present situation of the Maroons and their future. We have had no indication of any recent change or of any reason to expect that the Jamaica government is planning to refute the treaty on independence, but we should ask and send an interim reply. Now, I would have put these up on my Instagram for you to go and have a look at and take a real deep understand take a deep breath while you read to try and decipher what it is that is being said in that letter now i recognize that dr lloyd barnett who is being relied upon for legal standing on jamaica's position with the maroons states in his constitutional review from his book that the island was terra nullis, which means that there was no one here before the British. This is a highly ignorant statement from a lawyer who should know that indigenous people were here before the crown. 
because we had fought multiple wars before the British Empire. This legal stance that Jamaica government is defending is actually keeping Jamaica from having a republic and keeping it as a responsible government under under the monarch. Pause it right there, sir, bro. Pause it right there. Now, you also got to be careful of the word republic and be careful of the word independent or independent, okay? Because a republic don't necessarily mean that it's for the original people. A republic leaves your nation, your land open for any foreigner to come in and become a part of the republic. It's like parliament. You see Chinese is on the board of parliament. You see Caucasian faces. You see the Hindu faces, the East Indian. These people are in your parliamentary society. That is a republic. That is what he is talking about. That is what they believe in. So they don't believe in they believe in separate their 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 set of people from the rest of the society where they they are going to go claim the supposed sovereignty thing and lock down the entire blue mountains and make a killing of money profit get all these hundreds of millions billion dollar grants that's why Angel is now coming at them kicking them in the eye right because they can't do that they're going against the treaty right so when they lock down their sovereignty they're going to open up the rest of the land to be in a republic where all these foreigners come in, rich people, rich foreigners, and grab up lands and have say-so over you because you are identified as serf underneath the Jamaica uh, um, federal, underneath the Jamaica Corporation, which is a subsidiary of the United States Federal Corporation. Do you understand? Which is ran and holding to the crown of England. Also, I would like to add that even the word, this compound word called Commonwealth, be very careful of it as well, because that's also another sub-entity of the crown. Yeah. Where the, where the queen is the head of state of the Commonwealth. And I already done discussed what citizen is. So um, I, I don't have to reiterate that. You guys do the research. All right? So these terms, republic, um citizen um commonwealth you know you avoid these terms my my suggestion is you go back to your original ways the tribal ways try to avoid using even too much words because first of all they have switched up definition of words over and over and over again to trick we the people of the land the original inhabitants of the the, 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 the this hemisphere known as the americas or it's ancient, most ancient term known as Atlantis. Okay? So we have to get back to the original as much as we can and avoid these offshoot words that get us all uh, caught up into um, being labeled as domestic terrorists and all these things, our paper terrorists. Okay? It's easier to just keep it original. No... The original name of where you're where you where you're at, where you're standing on, and you try to connect yourself back to that original name, okay? As much as you can. As much as you can. Either through your genealogical records or through the the um the oral stories passed on by your great grandparents or your grandparents who is currently now alive. All right. It's better to keep to that um ancestral, cultural connection than to subscribe yourself to these offshoots um 
connotations of words and all these things, these made up words, these made up terms, which you don't know what they really mean. Because they could trick you just by one word, could just throw off your whole shit. Okay? So it's best to learn the original ways, the original tongue, if you can, and stick to that. Because as you know, over the years, they have go ahead and they changed everything. Even the original meaning of the word native, they, they turned that whole word upside down. The original meaning of the word native actually meant original inhabitants, you know. And they went and they go in, they, they put it in the Black's Law Dictionary, in, this, in the um, movies, all that nonsense. Right? And they do their word sorcery. And they get they get their they get their um esquires, what you know called attorneys, and they manipulate words and change meaning original terms, what these words mean. So it's very be, it's better to be very careful of certain words where you use where you use in these in that in, in this context of being free and original people. And you cannot be sovereign, so-called sovereign, if you don't have an army. Okay, if you do not have an army and you do not have your own gold supply or your own food supply, it is impossible for you to be a sovereign. Impossible because it's an office. This is why, when you see um, people that have reached a particular level, they buy hundreds of acres of land, right? The people that they'll call free men, right? The free man movement, as they call it. They buy hundreds of acres of land. They go and they get their own goats, cows, um, rabbits, chickens, these things. And they take themselves off grid. And then when they do that, they also formulate what is called a militia. You understand? Because now when you're going into the using terms as sovereign or sovereignty, you have to have protection, military power. You have to also be able to be independent, not separate from the corporation as far as um, necessities that you would need or want to have taken from the corporation, meaning that you have to be 100% fully autonomous, mm -hmm. okay? You have to be able to provide for yourself. You have to be able to also provide your own water, your own drinking water, fresh water supply. These, that's what comes with that word. Now, this is why they ran and jumped the gun to run in front of the cameras to go proclaim the sovereign state of a Kongfong, right? Because Portland, a Kongfong, these places, they have the land. But a Kongfong was only awarded 1,500 acres. So what their goal is to do is to try to push Curry to be chief of all what they call the Maroon chiefdom, right? of what they call the Maroon chiefdoms. And mind you, they just threw the name Maroon on the other chiefdoms around there, right, to make it seem like there's one big unison type of thing going on throughout history. That's also another thing, because none of the other chiefdoms have treaties that we know of. Let me say it like that, that we know of. Only a Kung Pung has a treaty. You understand? But anyway, because they realized that the, um, the cockpit country is hundreds of thousands, millions of acres of land, right? And because they have the blood, like we do, of the first people of the land, they're going to try to claim all of that before anyone else 
or try to root out anybody else by using the popularity of the Maroon name to where they have all those lands locked down and you are in the cities going to be starving and hungry on any government lockdowns like what Antonis is already doing now, right? Pushing, well, we're not going to go into that, but pushing these lockdowns and locking you down and monitoring when you can and cannot open up your businesses while they have all those all that land to roam. But here's the problem. There's people there in those lands that are not called Maroon that has been there even longer than them. Do you understand? And those people have their family lands that's been passed down through family lineage, family lines. Okay? So now they need those people to come underneath the sovereign state of a Kong Kong to get access to those lands and need their signatures. Right? And then they're going to say, look, we're bringing in industrial projects. But when you're taking $500 million from a foreign corporation or from a foreign government, you're literally get, getting back in bed with the very same people you claim to be warning your people about. You, you, you understand? So understand what is going on here. So this is why they're trying to lock down all those lands. This is why. Right, so that they can say, oh, they're sovereign. Because like Portland has um, their own running water. Like uh, Portland is like what, 40%, 60% of the Jamaica drinking water supply. So they have spring water running through it, right? It rains there more than anywhere else. You understand? So they don't need to beg government for water. They have water. They just need to know how to run the lines properly and they can supply water all throughout, any and everywhere they want, right? They, they're on fertile land that can grow food. They can go hunting in the forest with, with their dogs and all these things. You understand? And they can have military weaponry locked down if they so choose and want. This is what they're trying to do while you now in Kingston, in the city and these parts here, yeah? you are going to be what is called serfs because you call yourself a jamaican citizen this is why when you then atone wearing the mask on your face and you go up in a maroon tone they don't have to wear a mask they don't have to wear these things because they're considered into you they're making it seem to you that they're considered a separate entity because they're contracted underneath that treaty with the crown so they're what you call quasi, you understand? Not full. So they have partial, but not full, what is called sovereignty, okay? It's all an illusion. In order for them to have that, you have to sign on to all the bullshit that's going on that they're trying to do, okay? And I'm telling you, they're coming to block you out because play, let's play it now when he's gonna go into separating the Maroons from the rest of the people. And that's what Musa Baruka and Big Stone had called his ass out on. And he's still pissing the talk. And begging the world. The, we're selling out our natural resources. We're selling out our lands. These are regular day-to-day -day conversations that permeate the island as the government does not own its roads nor its airspace amongst many other things. Which is why Maroons will not subject themselves to a municipality because Mr. Honus and his cronies We'll try to take our ancestral estate, the cockpit country, and sell it to the highest bidder. If the Jamaican citizens choose not to understand their true history and stop blaming the Maroons as traitors, 
then the truth will be able to surface for the multitude to see. Today, in, a era, in this era of time, it is globally accepted that nations have a reciprocal, relation, reciprocal relationship as it deals with extradition. So when one reads the treaty, it's not hard to see that Jamaican citizens who were slaves at the time under the British Empire had a choice to join the Maroons under Kodja or his successors and be protected. Those who were fugitives from criminal activities or wanted to disobey the treaty agreement would be returned similar to how extradition works today. This is clause six of the treaty. There are two types of people on the island. Those who are willing to be righteous at all costs and defend their estate from theft and those who remain as house slaves and gatekeepers for the corruption of leaving the Maroons out in 1962. Each person on this island must decide who they are. The world Start is watching. Start it there, bro. Ancestors are watching. The most. Now, nobody left the Maroons out in 1962. The entire island was left out in 1962. Here you have the prime minister back then and this House of Parliament that ran and created this rush supposed constitution that they took over to England to, for, the, for the Queen to sign, for the Queen of England to sign at the time, Elizabeth to sign that at the time, yeah? This is a rush constitution. Mind you, by that time, majority of the people in Jamaica were still living in the country, up in other mountain parts and these things, yeah? In other 60s still. Now, they gave them, what, two weeks? Two weeks to come down from the mountains to, to, to sign off on agreeing to that constitution. Mind you, most people were not even driving back then. It's still a, 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 a mule and donkey cart thing that they were using to come down into town. So it would, be, it would have been impossible when there was no telephones like that and any form of reach to get con in contact with the people on a mass level like that to come down to say if they agree or disagree with that constitution and they rush that shit over into England and you see them sitting down in pictures with El Elizabeth signing the constitution right mind you there's a constitution before that 1962 constitution that still to this very day stands that a lot of people don't talk about now you hear him talking about um those who were involved in criminal activities that uh did, that did not want to participate with the with the contractual agreements with the maroons and those who were involved in criminal activities. What criminal activity more than at that time people were still being enslaved and people were still fighting to free their mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters, grandparents from slavery. And it was your job to run and capture those people who were freeing their people from slavery and send them back into servitude. That is not criminal activity to want freedom. And then you hear him talking about righteousness. What is righteous about that? And you hear him talking about the house slave. You are the house slave. Because you're still holding to the slave contract that you're still enforcing now today. That, that 1739 treaty. And they don't talk about the countless rebellions that was breaking out on the island as well. Exactly. Countless rebellions all over the island. So what about those rebellions, Mr. Curry? Hmm? Mm, Corey? Mm -hmm. right. 
You forgot about the rest of rebellions that was taking place all over the island, and you you all were assigned with the police to, to, to suppress rebellions. And I have the documents. I want you to answer to those documents, Mr. Curry, because you have to answer, you know. You're a public servant, you know. Ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. He is a public servant. And a public servant under the municipality of the Jamaica Corporation. So he's talking yep. about the, the municipality, and he's a member of that municipality. He's a member. This is why. He's a member of parliament. Yes. Well, let them fool you. Now, we're talking about the rebellions, yeah? When the first colonizers came, did they have spaceships and airplanes where they dropped into the mountains on the Maroons? Or did they come by boat and come up on the shores? And when they came up on the shores, who were the people that they encountered on the lower lands, on the beaches, on the shores? Who were those people? Because last time I checked, boats don't, don't, boats don't have wheels to drive, go up in mountains. And boats, boats don't have wings and an engine to fly like an airplane to go up in the mountains. Last time I checked, the story goes the Maroons fled into the mountains, right? Fled into the mountains. So if you fled into the mountains, that means you are still kin, blood relatives to the people them who are on the lower lands that couldn't, that's why Buddha said, all who can afford for run will run. But what about those who stay? Hmm? What about those who couldn't run? What about those who couldn't flee? What about those who got captured? What about them? So those are the ones that you're calling criminals. You're calling those ancestors criminals. How dare you? How dare you? Those are still my blood, your blood. Everyone who's in this chat blood. How dare you? To fight, want to fight for freedom because you know what? If paperwork is cool and all, but true freedom don't, true freedom comes with action. If you really want to be free, you have to put in that work with that kind of action. Otherwise, from that, you will never get the colonizer up off of your land. That's what they understood. Your ancestor ran, ran and signed a document saying that. He will capture anyone fighting for freedom. So make it make sense to me. So let's read this treaty. Let's read it. Let me go into it. Give me one second here. Got it, like... You gotta, let's cut this foolishness now. So this is on the harvard.eu, cyber.harvard.eu um, forward slash eon forward slash maroon forward slash treaty dot html. That's the website. So this is a person of Harvard. This is the Harvard website. And that's the, the other links is to the person that put posted it up on the website so this is the treaty they said that this is the treaty itself article of pacification with the maroons of trelawney town concluded march the 1st 1738 not 1739 i stand corrected 1738 and it says 
in the name of God. Amen. Because the name of God, that the name that they name God is Amen. So when you say Amen at the end of every prayer, they're saying that you're saying the the what you call the Lord's name. Okay. In the name of God. Amen. We're gonna do a thing also on God, because God actually means dog, the serious dog, which is why the 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 American flag is red, white, and blue, going back into the Jolly Roger, the Jolly Roger, which is a anyway, we're gonna go back. We're gonna get into that another time. In the name of God, amen. Whereas Captain Kudja, Captain Akungfong, Captain Johnny, Captain Kofi, Captain Kwako, and several other Negroes, their independence and adherence have been in a state of war and hostility for several years past against our sovereign Lord, the King, and the inhabitants of this island. And whereas peace and friendship among mankind and the preventing of effusion of blood is agreeable to God, consonant to reason, and desired and desired by every good man and whereas his majesty, George II, King of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, and of Jamaica, Lord Defender of the Faith, etc., has by his letters patent, dated February the 24th, 1738, in the 12th year of his reign granted full power and authority to John Guthrie and Francis Sadler, esquires, those are lawyers, to negotiate and finally conclude a treaty of peace and friendship with the aforesaid Captain Kudjo and the rest of the rest of his captains adherent and others his men. They mutually, sincerely, and amicably have agreed to the following. First of all, let's start off by showing that in the in the first, in all of what I've read just now, it mentions nothing of the name Maroons. Nothing. Let's keep going. Now, in this treaty, now when it does mention Maroon, it's in a bracket. If you don't know what a bracket is, it's a box. It's like that broken box. So four corners rule means that even though you see it there, well, as long as it's in that box, it doesn't really exist. That's why the author put it in that box. Now let's keep going. The uh, Have agreed to the following articles. First, that all hostilities shall cease on both sides forever. Secondly, that the said Captain Kudger the rest of his captains, adherents, and men shall forever hereafter in perfect state, freedom, and liberty, excepting, excepting those who have been taken by them or fled to them within two years last past, if such are willing to return <clears throat> to their said masters and owners with full pardon and 
indemnity from their said masters or owners for what is past, provided always that if they are not willing to return, they shall remain in subjection to Captain Kudja and in friendship with us according to the form and tenor of this treaty. Thirdly, that they shall enjoy and possess for themselves and posterity forever all the lands situate and lying between Trelawney Town and the cockpit, not the entire cockpit, to the amount of 1,500 acres bearing northwest from the said Trelawney Town. <clears throat> Nothing mentioned of no Donna Kung Pung Town. Let's keep going. Fourthly, that they shall have liberty to plant the said lands with coffee, cocoa, ginger, tobacco, and cotton, and to breed cattle, hogs, goats, or any other flock, and dispose of the produce or increase of the said commodities to the inhabitants of this island provided always that when they bring the said commodities to market, they shall apply first, they put fist, but it, it's first, to the customs or any other magistrate of the respective parishes where they expose their goods to sale for a license to vend the same. So they have to register and get a license to sell the food that they grow at market through the magistrates of these municipalities that are under the crown. But they're the first, they get first dibs. You understand? First dibs. Fifthly, that Captain Kudja and all the captains adherents and people now in subjection to him shall live together within the bounds of Trelawney Town and that they have liberty to hunt where they shall think fit except within three miles of any settlement, crawl or pen, provided always that in case the hunters of Captain Cudger and those other settlements meet then the hogs to the to be equally divided between both parties. So that means, like I said, there were other towns there before Akongfong. Akongfong wasn't even a name of the town. You understand? It's called Trelawney Town. You understand? So this Akongfong thing is new. And when you change stuff, you're changing history. But anyway, so when they go outside of the 1,500 acres that they were awarded, and they hunt outside of that. Whoever is in the neighboring town next to them, they're supposed to split that pig in half and give them half. How many of the people in the neighboring town from the time you guys have been going hunting have you split those pigs in half and gave to? Huh? This is the treaty that they're standing by. 
Now, sixthly, that the said Captain Kudja and his successors do use their best endeavors to take, to take, kill, suppress, or destroy either by themselves or jointly with any other number of men commanded on that service by his excellency, the governor or commander in chief for the time being, all rebels. So they were killing their own people. All rebels, whosoever they be throughout this island, unless they submit to the same terms of accommodation granted to Captain Kudja and his successors. So you ever heard of coercion and duress? You ever heard of these things? Threat, duress and coercion? That's what they were doing. So now when you've seen the name uh, Maroon throughout history now come about and start being passed on to other settlements or not even settlements, to other towns, right? Of the original people. It's because these folks is going around gun to head, find this shit. Gun to head. Okay? Forced. Seventhly, this is the treaty. So when he's saying the Maroons are not traitors, you're a liar. This is the treaty. Unless you guys have a different treaty that you're not sharing with the public. And I wonder why. And even if today you come out with some document like that, I wouldn't even believe it because it took too long to bring it out. Anything can be forged in fate nowadays. But anyway, eighthly, that if any white man shall do any manner of injury to Captain Kudger, his successor, or any of his or other people, they shall apply to any commanding officer, officer or magistrate in the neighborhood for justice, and in case Captain Kudger or any of his people shall do any injury, any wither person, any whiter person, he shall submit himself or deliver up such offenders to justice. Now, white is a status. It's not talking about necessarily skin complexion. It is talking about a status. Like the Africans, as dark as they are, on a lot of their documentations, when they come here to the Americas, their status is white. The Moors, their status is white. This is how they tell the difference from them and us. You understand? And then they label us as African-Americans and these things. So it's a, it's a label. It's a status. Now, something very interesting in this. I'm going to reread it back and break down something because I heard. I'm not saying that if it's true or not. I, I only heard that um, Curry brought a magistrate into a Kung Fung to try a case. Okay? So he brought a magistrate from the municipality. Not saying that it's true or not. It's just I heard. That this is what happened. Not saying if it's true or not. He brought a magistrate into a Kung Fung to try a case. So here it goes again. Eighthly, uh, that if any white man shall do any manner of injury to Captain Kudger, his successor, or any of his or their people, they shall apply to any commanding officer or magistrate in the neighborhood for justice. Sovereign people, 
don't need to go to their colonizers magistrate to try a case. You're a chief. You're a chief. You put together a tribunal. You put together a court. And you try that case right there. You're the chief. Why did you go outside, if it's true, to go get a magistrate outside? Hmm? Ninthly, that if any Negroes, that if any Negroes, and pay attention, you see the word Negro? When they stopped calling you Indians, they started calling you Negroes. Okay? When they, they started calling you Negroes, then it went from um, Black, then it went from Afro-Caribbean and African-American. All right? Ninthly, that if any Negroes shall hereafter run away from their masters or owners and shall fall into Captain Cudger's hand, they shall immediately be sent back to the chief magistrate of the next parish where they are taken and these that bring them are to be satisfied for their trouble as the legislature shall appoint. The assembly granted premium of 30 shillings for each fugitive and slave returned to his owner by the maroons beside expenses now this is why i want to see the originally written document because the author the person that rewrote this back put that part into a bracket so i'm suggest i'm guessing that it's a maroon that wrote this part but he put it in a bracket to say that that didn't happen they weren't being they weren't being paid 30 sil 30 silvers to bring back people as slaves that didn't happen you understand but those who can read the comprehension, come on. You, you, we, we get the whole treaties laid out this way. We get what it's saying. The, the right? chief, the chief just literally said, in care about criminal, in return, criminals back to um, the crown. He, he, he just said, bro. Yeah. Right? So it, it's not going around this. Right? They're still doing what the treaty asks of them. Okay, now now let's go into 12. 12. 12. The Captain Cudger, that Captain Cudger during his life and the captain succeeding him shall have full power to inflict any punishment they think proper for crimes committed by their men among themselves, death only accepted. The only time they're supposed to really bring in a magistrate is if they're thinking of doing a death penalty or something like that, okay? Death only accepted. In which expect, no, accepted. In which case, if the captain thinks they deserve death, he shall be obliged to bring them before any justice of the peace who shall order proceedings on their trial equal to those of other free Negroes. And here they go using the word Negro again, because the Negro of the Americas is the Indian. You understand? 
we got to be careful how we use these words though because negro okay when they're using negroes referring to what's happening here in the americas they're referring to depending on how the how it's structured to the indian okay but they can also use negro meaning worldwide dark-skinned folks all over the world all right this is where these words get tricky and you must know how in what context they are being used when they are being used yeah because okay. the spanish that's the negro negro dark skin mean negro in spanish remember spain seated over their possession or what or what they what deemed what they thought was their possession over to uh or their occupation over to the to another occupying army called the british so that's where that language come in that's where that um negro come in yes to to spain okay yeah. and I also have documents dating back as far as 1523 that said that Columbus, when Columbus come back, went come back to the island, he was fighting Indians. He was he was there to he come back to suppress the rebellions of the Indians. Yeah. So when they're talking about rebellions and fighting, we've been fighting since they've been here. Okay. Just so-called Maroons been fighting. Indians fight. Yeah. So keep people also keep in mind, yeah, when you speak of Columbus and the history of Columbus, Columbus's wife is from a place called Mararia. That is an island off of the archipelago islands of the Americas. So when they're telling you that Columbus didn't know his way here and he got lost coming here, that is foolishness. That's utter buffoonery. Now, Columbus, the Cristobal, which is the Christ, because what they spell as Christ is also is Christ, okay? But well, Isabella's Christ is also Chris, that Christobal. But that's something else for another time, you know? But I just wanted to throw that out there for those who know how to catch it, catch it, you know? But <clears throat> the treaty breaks down who they are. The treaty tells you everything. Now, let's let's go back to the treaty here. Uh, let's see what I'm looking for. Oh, oh, they just, oh, they did not change it uh where are we on oh, 13th right that captain kudja and his people shall cut clear and keep okay where we we're on 12th so now here we're on 13th that captain kudja with his people shall cut clear and keep open large and convenient roads from chelani town to westmoreland and saint james if possible to saint elizabeth now, the reason for our roads, roads are strategic uh, um, instruments, right, tools. Roads can be used for colonizers to get e to get into certain areas easily with their military if they want to suppress you, right? So their job is to cut clear and keep the roads clear. You understand? If you don't want a colonizer or some outside entity into your home, you're going to make it as difficult as possible for them to get up in there. If you are the original people of that land, you already know how to maneuver on that land without any form of difficulty, right? So when in the treaty, they're telling them to keep the roads clear, it's for when they, they want to come and run up in your shit. Now, here it says, shall cut, shall cut clear and keep open large and convenient roads from Trelawney Town to Westmoreland and St. James, and if possible, to St. Elizabeth, okay? <clears throat> 14 that two white men, 
to be nominated by his excellency or the commander and chief for the time being shall constantly live and reside with Captain Kudger and his successors in order to maintain friendly correspondence. He has an overseer. Those two white men are his overseer. They're, they are his handlers. Meaning, they tell, the, they, they tell that Negro what to do, when to do it, how to do it behind closed doors, and he come right out and do it like it's him giving the order. That's what you call a handler. And this is why to this very day, the United Nations every year send people to live amongst the Maroons. That's why you always see one or two white people up into those settlements. Agents. We understand. This is what they signed on to. Uh, 15. That Captain Kudja shall during his life be chief commander in Trelawney Town. Not a Kung Punk. Trelawney Town. Uh, after his decease, the after after his decease, the command to dissolve on his brother, Captain Akongpong. And in case of his decease, on his next brother, Captain Johnny. So these are all brothers. Wow. And failing him, Captain Kofi shall succeed. Who is to be succeeded by Captain Kwako? And after all their demises, the governor or commander-in-chief for the time being shall appoint from time to time whom thinks fit of that command. Hey, you know, there's something I rock, and I'm going to find back that video I did. They took out mm. the word maroon out of this shit that they had in brackets. So the person, yeah. the person went back and re-edited this bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so pay attention to pay attention to the fact that these names, the men, didn't have surnames. Exactly. Pay attention to that. They only address them by their given name or whatever name they make up and gave it to them. So these men never have surnames, right? Mm -hmm. And Kojo, that's actually an Indian name, Kojo. Yes. No, no, if no, no buts about it. That's fact. Yes. So when you use these terms, Kojo, all these Kwakwani, these are American Indian names, right? And they don't address them with surnames, right? So that to show you that surnames came later, not that was only recent. Okay. And the surname, of course, signify the clan or the house. Yes. Okay. But it's the system of surnames only came later. If you pay attention to what the treaty is saying. And another thing I like to add to is who surveyed the land if they couldn't navigate the, the rough interior? Who surveyed the land for, for the British? Who, sur who surveyed the land and um, reclassified the land as parishes, changed the chiefdom as parishes? Who did that? Who mm -hmm. assisted the British with that? That's true. You okay. Hear me, bro? All right. You can hear me? Right. You can hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, because my, 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 my um tablet screen just blocked out, but I still hear the audio going. All right. Yeah, so, so yeah. So if you notice now, in the treaty they took out the word maroon out of it. 
right? Because they had the word only place in there one time in a bracket. And a bracket means that it doesn't exist. So respect to the person that went back and made that correction, yeah? Because it was only put in there one time. So again, where did the word maroon come from? Now, when you go and you break down now the etymology of maroon, yeah, of Seminole, you see that Seminole is the sem like the Seminole Indian going back now. Now it's going to go back into sweet chestnut, um, the color maroon color, these type of things. You understand? So maroon, when you break down the history of the Seminole word, means Indian. Okay? But they're using maroon in a deceitful manner. Okay, because when you're going to say that, you must you must add in Arawak in there, Anahuac, right? Ahuacan. Okay, there's many different variations of the spelling. Must add it in there, but they go out of their way to add in Taino, to add in more, and erase the Arawak history. Because when you erase the name, you erase the people, you erase the history. You understand? So throughout history, what these folks was also doing, um, the colonizers were also doing, they were going around to those Asiatic countries and taking pictures of those Asians in their own land, in their little grass skirts and their big bung bellies and these things, the tall ones. And then they put it in your historical records and saying that these were the people that Columbus came and saw. But when you go back to the 14, the 1500s of the maps drafted up then by the Dutch, by the French, by the Brits, by the Germans, they have dark-skinned, woolly-haired people all over those maps. All over those maps. Columbus came and said that the people uh, were burnt of skin like Ethiopians. And then you had a piece of landmass called Ethiopia here in the Americas. So when you hear them saying Ethiopia awaits all kings and princesses, really Ethiopia, and they got your ass calling Ethiopia over there in, in Africa, when Ethiopia is here in the Americas. Yeah, because that's the Greek um, definition of burnt skin people. Exactly. And the Greek, the Greek, like your Plato and all of those people, they travel here. Because exactly. they travel here and they have in their, in their documents that there was a land over here called Atlantis. And this is where they came and learned. They came and learned all the sciences. They came and learned the weather manipulation. They came and learned the, the, the medicine of it, how to heal. They came and learned all of these things. The Greeks came here to get educated. You understand? So when your colonizer is in charge of your education system, they're going to educate your children things that are not true. They're going to rewrite history. Because if your children understood where they came from, whom they came from, then there's going to be some form of um, um, empowerment within them about who they are, the greatness that they come from. You understand? So in order to kill that greatness, to kill that empowerment, they must always throw some psyops thing at you to make you want to include others into your stuff and water it down. And next minute you know, the faces and the names throughout history start changing, the stories start changing, and you're written out of history. This is why you see Curry talk about, oh, Taino, and he talk about more. 
You understand? Because they're chasing the dollar. So they'll sell out and do anything to try to come into big money. You understand? I will never sit here and tell you that we are Tainos. Because Taino really literally means a religion. Right? Some uh, form of spiritual religious belief. You understand? It's not a tribe. It's not a nation of people. So they'll say Taino Arawak. Is it your Arawak or your Taino? Which one is it? Yeah. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere yeah. in that, even in that treaty mentions anything about a Taino or Taino. African or exactly. African. Exactly. So when they hear these proxies that they call co colonels or chiefs, right? That they, they pro these are proxies, whether whether they were sent by the um the UN or the um one moment. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> When he's talking about these are proxies, yeah? Because when you, with the United Nations, anything dealing with the United Nations, they like to have their people in on what you're doing to keep an eye on you and to study your culture because they're always learning from you. They're always learning. They want to know your mindset. They want to know your genetic makeup. They want to know your spiritual beliefs because this is how they get to get into your mind, to get into your children's mind, right? This is how they get to use their psychological warfare on you. These things, okay? Um, this is how they know your ins and your outs. Well, it's weak of mind and it's easy to sell out. And that's a person then that they raise up to come into some form of power. Now you hear us talking about Taino. If you understand, if you understand, if you understand um, the history yeah, of colonization, you understand that the history of colonization comes with rewriting history and changing the names and the faces of the people. Okay. And the Taino's job, that is their job. Now, if you go back 10, seven to 10 years ago, you never saw much things written about these folks. Now, if you look on every article that you used to read seven to 10 years ago that never mentioned Taino, they've all be rewritten to mention Taino. But one thing they cannot do, the old books from the 1400s, 1300s, 1400s, 1500s, 1600s, don't mention shit about a Taino. It mentions Arawak. Don't mention Taino. Mention Seminole. It don't mention Taino. You understand? It does not mention these people. And this is why we want you as our brothers and sisters to do your due diligence research open your eyes open your ears research don't just take things at face value for what someone says okay someone say something you go look into it because this man literally in that audio that was being played, literally telling you that because your ancestors then didn't join up with Kudra to sign it at sellout ass treaty, that and it, it, they're not responsible for you, which we were warning you about from the beginning, from day one. We told you that this is their end goal. This is what they're trying to do. This is what they're trying to do. It's no longer a secret. 
Now, some people's going to say, oh, no, well, he didn't mean it like that. Yes, he did. He meant it like that. He absolutely did. It's not the first time he said something like uh, 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 of this magnitude. It's many people on that island that knows the true history. But because they're in certain societies, because they've taken government money, <clears throat> because they've been taking grant money, they keep them out hush-hush. They don't say nothing because it's in the contract and the documents that they sign that they cannot open their mouth truthfully on the history. So they'll always try to include the African. They'll always try to include the East Indian. They'll always try to include the Asian man into your history to make it seem like you don't have a history. History was just one big biracial mix-up. And that's not true. If a man or a woman wants to do right by you and is truly apologetic for what their ancestors have done to you, they will make sure that the story's told accurately and correctly. They will make sure that a lot of what was taken from you is given back or compensated for. Who is doing that for you? No one. No one. You see what's going on in Haiti? You see how they assassinated the Haitian prime minister because he didn't want the poison on the island to be given to his people, so they assassinated him. That was a real assassination. You see the, the PSYOPs assassination that they, they put on the news the other day about um, the attempted assassination of the other... 30 men hiding behind one bulletproof vest. 30 men hiding behind one bulletproof vest and the shooter only hit the vest. That is one heck of a marksman. 30 men and the cameraman was far too comfortable because the cameraman was right behind and this is what you got to understand with psychology and psyops of what they're pushing now nowadays. Even your ring doorbell, they're using as a weapon, as a psychological weapon on you. Because your ring doorbell, a lot of what you see going on in front of the ring is fake. It's not real. Those are actors. Okay? You see how they're training people now how to use the camera in these, uh, um, these YouTube platforms. When they're doing their little comedic or their little vlog videos to make things look real and hold it at a certain angle. Make sure the camera shake at this angle. <clears throat> make it look like, oh, this, this is really going on. And a lot of people fall for it. It's PSYOPs. And if you research the history of Jamaica and PSYOPs training with their military, you see that they're deep into it with the U.S. corporation. Something that looks real, but that, that isn't real. Some murders are happening. Some murders are not happening. Some murders that are happening, it's not your gunman in your neighborhood doing it. Some murders is the gunman in the neighborhood doing it, but some it's not. You see what's happening in Haiti? You said they're grabbing up all those Colombians out of Haiti right now. Those are the ones going on. Those are the ones that they're giving those children to. They're putting them on the boats and they're taking those children off the island. Those are the ones coming down into Haiti to do their little gang and warfare activities. It has nothing to do with the Haitians. Them. It's just things that an opposing party is trying to infiltrate the Haitian community and the Haitian government because Haiti, the land in Haiti is rich. So they need to keep chaos happening while they're snatching up the lands around the people. 
And what's going to start happening is they're going to say, oh, they tried to kill another prime minister. And now they're going to say, oh, we're going to have to now send in more UN troops along with the Dominican soldiers on the other side of Haiti. Those Dominicans that don't like the Haitians, the colonizers that don't like the Haitians that worship Christ. I mean, Cristobal. I mean, Columbus. Right? <laughs> that worships that, that, that man. Okay? And they're going to want to bring in their military over. This is what they're gearing up for. Because Haiti is really the only island that is actually, uh, uh, um, that still has and never lost its full sovereignty. The only place in the Americas, the only place. And this is why they sanctioned them so hard. And this is why they don't send aid and relief when they need it. Okay. That entire island, that entire island is, belongs to the Haitians. The Dominican side belongs to the Haitians. The whole shit. The entire thing. So this is the danger of when you're playing with, when you're playing with talking about giving people, identifying as Tainos recognition, Moors recognition in these lands, in these places. This is what comes afterwards. These are the, this is the after effect. Okay? So, wake up, people. All right, you back? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so... Yeah, um, yeah let's go move some stuff just now. Um, yeah, okay. so where was I? I was saying the proxies. So all these so-called chiefs, they are proxies. Who are behind these proxies? Possibly the International Monetary Fund, people like those, people like the Rothschilds, uh, many, many George parties Soros. of interest. George Soros, who knows? Like Soros has a lot of money into Vice News. Soros yes. has a lot of money plummeted into Vice News. That's why even yes. when you saw yes. Vice News, when Vice News went up to go speak to the Kung Fu chief, and you saw that little scripted intro. Mm -hmm. that, like, why do you have to script it? That was so fake. It was obviously was fake. If it was genuine and real, you wouldn't need to fake an intro and fake like you couldn't find the cheat. You understand? No one, no one has time for them for them pop show game. All right, this person asked who given the name Arawaks. Well, as far as I know, it's a name. Um... Right, they're trying to be sly. Look, the the, the Arawak name. It is it is one of the oldest names that we know that our people was identified as our oldest name used used to identify um some of the first people of the americas That's it. yes encountered right? by by explorers this is why we say that name because it puts us in the category of the descendants of the first people that was recognized by the first uh, um some of the earliest Set of uh, um, people that used to come to the Americas to do trade, barter. Yes. Okay, before colonization. Yes. And you could go do your research. Even the word, the very words that you use, like barbecue. These words, I'm pretty sure you all have barbecues out in a backyard up in every summer, right? These words like barbecue, jerk, jerk, and turkey. Even the Cherokee. Even the the Cherokee thing where you 
eat the jerky. That's Arawak. Right? Your barbecue, Arawak word. Yeah, yeah, just go and do the research. These a lot of these words you are using, like hammock. These are Arawakan words. Alright, whether it is from a specific Arawakan tribe, because of course we have several, many Arawakan chiefdoms under the, the, the word Arawak. It wasn't just one type of Arawak community. We yeah. have variations of Arawak community. So Similar, when we say the Arawaks, that puts you under the category of the first known um, 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 encountered people of this hemisphere, actually. Even before any other so-called tribes know that they have on reservations, even before any of that stuff, okay? It was the Arawaks known first. The first set of people that was encountered was the Arawakan people, as far as I know, okay? And then it go off into the Mayans, the Aztec. Those were, the, those were also a set, an older set, but those were, of course, the later uh, terms used to describe a region of the people, where the people occupied all right and as i brought down before even the term american in itself is and is actually a, a, a in uh as a tribe that they encountered here yep that's that the name true. that's the word american at work america is actually a tribe you know of people yep and then they go back they go down in the 1820 uh the 18 I think the 1828 or the eight, which 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 uh, dictionary was it the 1828 and they, they break down what American mean again and they got to say the, the, the original people that was encountered of copper colored races found here by Europeans. So even that within itself, America is actually a tribal name. Now, if people who come now and say they are Americans. That's them adopting a, a name that's only um, original to this hemisphere. Exactly. So when they, when they come on and take on our name as an American, knowing they're not American by the, its true definition, that's what you call um, identity theft. You see, right? That's what gives the, the corporation power right the power also lies within the name because we sit here and we don't correct we don't correct this to say no you are not an american we that, well yes a lot of us was indoctrinated into believing that if one is born here in the americas mm -hmm. right, the entire hemisphere of the americas then one is automatically an american even if both parents came from china that is but not realizing that that is a part of the the colonization that is a part of the indoctrination of um bringing in um gentrification pushing us out again once again because when you have people who are not descended from here claim your identity claim that name then you are saying then that it's not yours you you didn't exist here and that's why these people can't come and look at you and say, you're not an American. Well, you're not. Yeah. You understand? So you, yet, can't go, you, can't, you can't go to China 
and claim that you're Chinese. If you no. are two Negroes, Negro people that have a child in China, they don't consider your child Chinese. Exactly. You understand? And even when Africans are even born here on that birth certificate to let you know that they're an African. Yep. Right? So when you see them using words like American and these things out there in the public, you know, stop falling for that, man. Yeah, they're not Americans. The only way for you to be American, you have to have the bloodline of the first people from over this side of the world. Do yeah. not let nobody tell you no foolishness about um American is a colonial name and, and, and it's a corporate name. Foolishness, rubbish. Oh, they identified us. They call us all Americans over here. That's yeah. why they call us Amerindians, American Indians, Amaru. Okay. Amarakan. Yeah. Amarakan, Amaraka. Th these are variations of the same word. So mm -hmm. you do not allow foreigners to come here and try to describe who you are and try to change. No, you and try to tell them no, you, you are. You know who African. has the video? You know who has the video of the tribe called America, if I'm not mistaken? Mm. Um Mad Vibes, Vibes. Mad yeah. Vibes, yeah. I I I have a I also put one up here on this channel here that explain it all and you know, they tell you that okay. it's a that, tribe that, called this America. Is the, this is where the Q Clubs clan got their headdress from too. Because mm -hmm. that tribe wore that hooded headdress. Yeah. Yeah. The That's only way for you to be an American is if you have the blood of the original people from this hemisphere since now, time immemorial, yes, if, if that's the right term. Now you heard Curry talk about gatekeepers, yeah? Mm-hmm. You see, because you don't know this information, what I, what now becomes a gatekeeper is um, the oppressor or the, 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 the blocker of uh, um, people who blocks you because you don't know this information. So many people go to apply for a green card from the from the Caribbean, yeah? To go apply for a green card. Or many people go to apply for passports and these things and are rejected or are told, oh, um, ah, we're not going to grant you this passport right now or we're not going to grant you this green card. And 16 years go by and you still can't get one. But if you understood the history that you are, yeah, that that you are in what they call the americas and that an alien entity a foreign entity cannot deny you access on your ancestral land cannot but the reason why they are denying you because you are identifying as subject to the crown by calling yourself a jamaican because mm -hmm. the land even the land one of the oldest names the land was called was Zamaka. Zamaka. Mm -hmm. You understand? Or the, the, it, it was spelled with an X. And the X used to be pronounced as a Z. Okay? And then the X also go as the XI as in five. Right? So in some, some, in some, on some maps, you see it spelled with an XI. You see it spelled with an XAY. Okay? So you, you, be careful, people. Understand why these things are happening. Understand why you are even getting taxed on your land. Because mm -hmm. once you are of the original bloodline and you claim to be of the original bloodline, your house tax taken off the tax roll. Mm -hmm. 
I look something cannot... out. Richard Curry, um, Minister of Foreign Affairs, can tell you this. He's done that and got yeah. his house taken off the tax roll. Alex. Yeah. He's done that. Ask him. Ask, ask, him. Ask, ask him who showed him that. Ah, ask him who showed him that. Mm -hmm. ask Just him. ask them. <laughs> they will tell you. Yeah. You cannot be, the only thing you can be other than American over here is a U.S. citizen. You cannot be an American if you're not from the original bloodline of the people. Or you only could, if you're not from the original bloodline, you only could identify with, with these crown trust, these crown entities that they set up all over the, the Americas. You only could identify with those crown um, identity. But yeah. you cannot call yourself an American if you don't have the blood of the original people from over here. Yes. You have to have the blood because it's a heritage. It's a, a like me, us, we can't go to um friggin' China or friggin' Africa, even Africa. We can't go over the entire but oh, we're gonna come and claim land as indigenous people, and we are so-called descendants of so-called Africans, and we cannot prove that we have a grandmother over there. Yes. How how that gonna work? You go try that. You end up, I dare any one of these Pan-African to go try that. Any one of them go pick up themselves and go over mm -hmm. an African talk about you go claim land, and you 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 you're descendant of African, and you 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 can identify one grandmother of over Africa. I'll know. You can physically go identify nothing my cousin, yeah. or an auntie, or an uncle, or something, and you gone over there talking about you claiming land because you're indigenous to it. You go, you go try that. You go try that and see what happened to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You you still have the um the audio of the of the lady you now, the lady stumbling over all words, can't even say it clearly. Oh, the yeah. last one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I give you. I send it. I play the audio. I'm yeah, play it right now. It. I, yeah, we watch this as well. All right. This have to get that. People like these. I'll be very cautious of them. Yeah. Hold on. Wasn't that one? That one was just the apology one. Hold on. So you, yes, you, so you yeah, see that video when one whole is saying that there is no other sovereign state than the than the Jamaica state. Now, you want you want me to play that part? No, we don't have to play that one. We can just break it down and just tell them shut up. Jamaica is a corporation. Jamaica is on the Securities Exchange Commission website. Okay, all right. So let me get just get to the point now. All right. So we're going to address this particular discussion here. Thank you so much for staying with us. You are mm -hmm. watching All Angles. I'm Dion Jacks Miller. We're joined in this segment of the program by Professor Vereen Shepard. She is director of the Center of Reparations Research at the University of the West Indies. She's a social historian and she's also vice chair of the United Nations Committee on the Elimination of Racial Discrimination. So she brings right interesting perspectives to this. Now what racial discrimination could be in the Caribbean, in the West Indies? If it's supposed to be predominantly dark-skinned people, who then will be bringing the racial discrimination? Huh? It has to be those who aren't from there. It has to be those who are colonial forces. So if you want to get rid of racial discrimination, you send those people back home. 
You tell them to go back to China. You tell them to go back to Israel. You tell them to go back to Syria. You tell them to go back to Saudi Arabia. You tell them to go back to Europe. And there goes your racial discrimination. You see how, how these people are, are smart dummies? This is what I call them. But they will never told those people to go back because they're all a part of the same secret society order. They're all a part of the same paternal order. You understand? And in those orders, money trumps everything. So that money that these people, these newscasters get, organizations, these big money, the minute they do that, that money gets cut. That paper, that means have no value. They not knowing that once they're on that land, that land has all the value in the world. Because money don't grow trees. Money don't birth seeds. You understand? The land sprouts out what you need. And then from that, if my tree, if I have a mango tree and I say, hey, I want to go get $5, I'm going to go sell that mango for $5. So that's what brings in the money. Or what they consider to be money. You understand? Go ahead, bro. Sorry, continue playing. Continue playing. Discussion about the Maroons and their place in Jamaican society. Prof, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Greetings to all your viewers. I saw an interesting tweet from you referencing this discussion about the Maroons in the context of the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. And let me start there because a lot of people were like, huh? How are Maroons Indigenous Peoples? Because one definition I saw on one of the United Nations pages was describing them as Indigenous people, descendants of those who inhabited a country or region when people of different cultures or ethnic origins arrived. So how do the Maroons yes. fit into that context? Yes, uh, they are Indigenous Peoples because of the fact that Indigenous Peoples are defined as descendants of the first arrivals or earlier surviving occupants of a, of a land and really they 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 are part of 350 to 500 million um indigenous peoples in 90 countries of the world and they are in all regions of the pa world and okay, okay, some, i would say now you see you see what I told you? They will always include everybody else with you. And this is why you have to be careful of the word indigenous. What the fuck does the other five hundred million people of the world have to do with you on your land? Because they're trying to include the whole African Moorish thing. Right? Because they opened up these places to foreign alien entities. Now when we say alien, we mean foreign colonial forces. And they have to appease these entities because they took an oath onto them. You understand? And they took their fiat dollars. They took their money. So they have to appease them by telling you bullshit. Yeah? If I was born in this house and I am the first person in this house, yeah? And matter of fact, this house is earth. I'm the first man of this house this house yeah and now earth has expanded now let me, let me 
I am the first man in this house on this side of earth. Yeah? On this side. And I am here and I have my children. Right? Now I meet the first woman of this side of earth. And we have our children. And our children are here in this house. Yeah? And now on the other side of the world, there's another house that, does, that pops up, the second house. And they have their children. What does my house have to do with their house and how do you include their house into my house and, and, and add it in their indigenous status with my indigenous status here in my house? Why are you including them in my shit? They have nothing to do with me here in my house on my side, on my piece of land. So are you saying 500 million people? Hmm? This is why they can pull the wool over your eyes on anything right now in the media and you run and you believe it. Because they just throw out numbers out there and don't show no proof. A made up chart and graph and you say, oh, but yo, yo, yeah, and oh, they just show the chart. But did you research it? Oh, nah, I don't got time for that. That's too deep for me. Listen to what this woman is saying. She's off the rip. She started talking bullshit. Told you, when they say indigenous, be careful. This is why they created Indigenous Day and stopped calling it Thanksgiving and started calling it Indigenous Day because it means everybody and their mother. They still refuse to include you or to declare that the history is your history. They will always water it down when it comes to you because they know that they have no business, no right on the lands that they're on fact they know that once you wake up and you realize this truth their judicial system everything that they've set up their taxation system their billing system none of that goes for you all of that was set up for them you are outside of that jurisdiction once you are going underneath your original title all right go ahead bro continue playing I think at the last figure I saw, 20, 22% of global land area. So they represent, you know, the greater part of the world's cultural diversity. And uh, we in Jamaica have indigenous peoples. In fact, I saw, I was looking at the world directory of minorities and indigenous peoples. And uh, pause it, this pause is what right there, yeah? So hear what she said. We, in fact, we in Jamaica have indigenous. She didn't say, "Yo, we are indigenous peoples." You know, we are indigenous to this land. Why? Because she took their money. Who funds the department that she works for? Who funds her research? You understand? Yeah, y'all answer something, bro. Yeah, I say you see how careful and selective they are with the, with the words that they use exactly right so when she's saying yes jamaica have indigenous of the indigenous people also look majority of the people on that island are the original the original indigenous people of that land the original majority of the people of that island excluding the colonial forces the, excluding the East Indian that came in 1845, excluding the Chinese influence, excluding the Caucasian influence, 
excluding your Syrians and your Saudis that's down there, right? And your African Moors that's down there, excluding them. The other set of people that's there, us, we are the original indigenous inhabitants. We are the Arawakan, Ahuwakan, Ana Ahuwakan people. Aruan. Aruan people. Understand? And, and she and them will never use these terms because they're selling you out of your land while getting a piece of the pie for their sell. But the majority will be sold out and enslaved. And right the now, of Maroons. Right now here, here on the mainland, I was watching a thing where they were reading off a bill that the Democratic Party is trying to push and pass that brings back slavery for those who are identified as corporate property. Best believe. Yeah, you know what corporate property is? Those who identify as a U.S. citizen. And it's not just for anyone of the U.S. citizens. It's coming back for, you know, they have um, these voters' laws and all these things. This is what they're trying to bring back because it's targeting towards youth, the Negro, Negro, the original Indians of, the, they, of, of, the, of this hemisphere. And they're going to put your straw man on the blockchain. Yep, which is why now they're trying to push for the real ID, the electronical ID system in the Caribbean coming into the mainland. This is why you see the Maroons then run and go create their own ID. This is why L.A. Lewis has his own ID. You understand? So if you're sitting there and have this ID with the big Jamaica um, corporate seal and these things on there, you are now chattel, chattel property, serf, slave. They can force you. They can come and force you to put this in your arm, to do this, to do that. They can shut down your business. They can, they can skyrocket taxes on you, all these things. They can come to your house and take your children. They've, they're already doing it. They're already doing it. The church that they ran up in and talk about that's a cult and they took all the children out of it and jabbed them up. Why do you think they did that? When the real occult is taking the children in front of your eyes, the real occult. Why do you think the DCF is, all these entities, these, these subsidiaries of the state, of the state of under the crown, under the under the arm, um, the British crown, just the same, the city of London, which is a separate autonomous entity outside of England itself. We have all the banking cartels, all the banking um um structure um derived from the city of London. Then their arm, their military arm, of course, is the District of Columbia. Exactly. Right. That's their. And I tell you that. that. Back to the Jolly Roger. Yeah, these yeah. people are not immune from suit. It's all in their own laws. So when these people come and try to push certain draconian policies on you, which are not laws, they are not. They are not 
immune to suit. But you cannot be identifying yourself as one of them. Yeah. So when you when you're ready to put a lean or make a claim or a tort claim, you have to be in your proper identity identity. I'm not even gonna say status, because anybody can have a status. I'm gonna say identity. Okay? Identity is key. Because any entity, anything can have a status. When it comes to your identity, your identifier, your marker, which is which give you an actual landmass, a location, a geographical location of um where you actually are your ancestors actually occupied or sprung from or was always there since time immemorial, whether after the great floods or before the great floods, right? Because, of course, you know the great floods did happen. So when you attach yourself back to your original identity, then you have you can, you can always go ahead and put in the proper claim for harm or even identity theft. We could make claims for identity theft, tort claims. Yes. And the heart it has caused us. Which will also go back to every original indigenous child that has been arrested or say kidnapped that was under age, under the age of 21, age of 18, that was 12, 14 years old, seven years old, that was put in handcuffs, yeah, for the sake of forced contracting. Hmm? Because remember that child is a minor, not only in the information of who they are, but a minor also in the information of how the structure of the system is ran. And the system is a corporate system based off of contracting permission. So that child was forced to contract with a colonial force entity, an alien entity. You understand? Because that child is still not of the age where they understand um, what the terms black african-american afro-caribbean these terms mean outside of their original um indigenous capacity you understand mm -hmm. so these are also things that people who you know were minors at uh, in a, at a particular age but now know the information can also try to go and seek redress from just you know something to put out there right but yeah, brother, okay, I'm playing, all right, let's look at the, the audio, though. Let's look at the audio. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get to it. And the subheading Maroons. And I, I quote, the largest early single exodus of Africans away from slavery came when the British invaded Jamaica in 1655 and expelled the Spanish. A large number of Africans escaped into the hills and mountains and linked up with the indigenous Taino, thereby laying <laughs> foundations <laughs> of the Maroon settlement. So, in my view, that helps to locate the Maroons of Jamaica within this global community and within the definition of stop it there. One big fucking agenda. You see that? These people deserve something, but I ain't gonna say it on the air. They, they, you, they know what they deserve. A real hot one, too. A real hot one. 
Now <clears throat> we just read we read the the the, Mar the what they call the tree the maroon treaty of 1738. It mentions nothing about a maroon. It mentions nothing about a Taino. It mentions nothing about an African. You understand? So these people are bold faced lying to you. And if you're one of those that, ha that has been following the Aborigine community platforms, a lot of the platforms that are out there, you'll see that they are bold faced lying to you and that the whole transatlantic slave trade has been debunked. Debunked and proven to be a lie. So when she implicates the Taino, ask her what is a ask her what is a Taino? Who is a Taino? Tell her to show you the oldest documentation that says that there are Tainos on this land. Anywhere in the Americas, the oldest. Tell her to show you documents from the 1400s. Tell her to show you documents from the 1500s. She's well-researched, right? Tell her to show you documents from the 1600s. Tell her to show you documents from the 1700s, the 1800s, coming up into the early 1900s. Of these documents that show that that claims about these Tainos, and ask her what does a Taino have to do with an Arawak, and why do you say Taino when Arawak is the oldest word out there? Why do you say Taino? And when you go and you dig into the history of the word Taino as they created it and brought it up, it it has a meaning of meaning religion, but it also with these folks it means mixed blood. That's what it means. Mixed blood. Okay? And these folks who go by the, the term Taino, their job is to gentrify the lands even more because they have big money behind them backing them. This is why you can type in the word and you go on any historical website and they're now written into the history. But it's important that you go into your historical archives would still exist and you go and you ask for the oldest proof of a Taino of, of documentation treaties with the Tainos actually treaties with the Tainos hmm? you see that there's treaties with Arawaks but you won't see treaties with Tainos because they never fucking existed so that I mean, right, but... yeah uh, we're about to finish anyway so that woman is a bold-faced liar. And they lie openly to you. Openly. She's a wicked. She's a wicked, wicked woman. A very evil woman. You understand? There's a big push to erase our history. Because they're pushing for that one world government system. And it's going to be to where these Middle Eastern folks are colonizing and ruling you along with these Asian folks. And they can say, no, it's not true. But if you watch videos of China, tell me, tell me, go ahead, pull up videos of China, YouTube videos of China, major cities in China. And, and show me one dark-skinned Chinese face that you see. Hmm? Then they brought it to also Japan. Type in the Japanese, Tokyo and these things in Japan. Show me one dark-skinned Japanese that you see. 
in these videos. You go now into the, 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 the Pacific Islanders. You go into the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah? And you look at the complexion of these people. This is what the agenda of the Taino is supposed to be. Now, when you go and you look into the history of these places, you go back into King Kamehameha and all these things, you see that these folks are dark-skinned people. Ask yourself, what happened? Where did they go? They've been gentrified. You go back into, you type in the, the ancient history of the black Chinese, which is going to also come back into the Tartarian, right? Tartarian soldiers and these things. You see that they were dark-skinned folks. Ask yourself, where are they now today? This is why I'm telling you the natives on the reservations were the ones that they kicked out of these places because of their skin complexion. Mm -hmm. Even the palest I Chinese person still bleaches their skin if they get a little brown or a little pigmentation. They bleach. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they brainwashed you into, into bleaching. And this is why when you see uh, when they join these societies, they start bleaching their skin. These actors, these musicians. Yeah. And also, too, if you find yourself like the Maroons are these Native Americans on these reservations, and you're saying what you are saying is that these um, particular territories belong to you, then I, 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 I assume that you all forfeited the rest of the Americas to us. Because only that little piece that you're claiming belongs to you. You're not supposed to come out, out, of, that, out of that little prison that you're, 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 uh, you agreed to be in. Stay in there. Do not come out. Because you, you forfeited the rest of the land to us because this, this, this is a vast land, you know. It's not, don't just stop at those reservations or those little, um, uh, what do you call it, patent lands that was assigned to Maroons by British Crown and all these things. No one could assign lands that already belong to us over here. You can't assign anything to us. It's all it's all ours. Exactly. So if you, if you stay on that little reservation, you you forfeit the rest of the land. You give up your rights to the rest of the, the Americas. Exactly. Under a BIA agreement, what BIA is a foreign for profit under the the, the guise of um, helping or administering trust lands belonging to so-called natives under the jurisdiction of the District of Columbia, which is a foreign entity, got nothing to do with America. Exactly. And, and if people don't believe that, you go and you look up um, 28 U.S.C. 3002-15A, and it tells you the United States is a federal corporation. And what is the United States? It is the District of Columbia, 10 square miles of the District of Columbia. And you go, and if you want to look up to see that if they are if they are really and truly a business, you go on the Dunn's list. You go on a, on Dunn and Bradstreet, and you pull up and you pull them up, and you'll see that they're on there. If you want to see if Jamaica really is a is a is a corporation, you go on the Securities Exchange Commission website. I've shown it multiple times. The government of Jamaica, the the Jamaica government, multiple different ways is on there. They're trying to put Haiti on there. But because the Haitians still do not want to be a part of the corporate of their corporate structure, they cannot put it on there. This is why they're trying to situate a, a proxy prime minister down there. You understand? Yeah. This is why Haiti's always on a consistent attack. 
a earthquake hit Haiti, yeah, but it yeah. never hit the Dominican Republic. Yep, that's true. Yeah, Freeman. Yeah, um, I also researched that the famous Buffalo soldiers were black Europeans and they were killing mines. Yeah, because the Buffalo soldiers were up, up, up into um, Seneca village up in New York there. And there was there was wiping out the, the set there was war with the Seneca people. Right? It's no different from what the Maroons, the, the Maroons in that treaty was hired yeah. to do. It's like the black, what you call it, the black royalists. It's the same thing. Yes. That's what the mar that's what the Maroons are. They're black right uh loyalists to the crown. Yes, now peep this now, yeah. In history, the black Ladinos also was replacing a lot of tribal people in certain geographical locations um in the Americas. Right? So when what they will do, they will take that entire clan and enslave them and ship them off either in Nova Scotia, Sierra Leone, or Liberia. And then a, another set of people comes in and replace them on that land. And this is why you'll see that they'll always have like a reservation structure and then other people outside of the reservation. You understand? So the reservation structure people will be the ones that's always contracted with the corporation. Those are the replacements uh, um, for most part. For mo most part. You understand? So people, this this is a very very well thought and planned out thing okay and it, it it has not stopped it is still going it is still going psychological medical physical warfare is on you always this is and always have been about you the original descendants of the americas the folks who they call African-American, the folks who they call Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Mexican. It's about Afro-Argentinian. Afro-Brazilian. Afro-Colombian, Afro-Brazilian. The attack is on you. Yeah, we target it. Targeted. We target it. We're number one on the, on the target list. So that's even, that's why they have the, um, the black identity extremist list. Yeah, you know. So what happens is if you do not have like a colonial type of treaty with these people, where you sit here, if you don't have a treaty with them, where you set your own terms and you go by what they wrote, and you sign after what they wrote without you looking in the legalities of they, what they wrote, okay, you put yourself now, um, you, you just sign yourself outside of your own land. Yeah, you remove yourself from your own land, and now you become like a proxy. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then they use you now to convince the other Indians that they are Africans and all these things while they say, oh, we are the tribal people of this and such and such. So when in, in reality, even though they are in that specific location at this time, originally they weren't there. Yeah. They were hired by colonists to raid villages right because remember the colonists never know the, the land they, they didn't really understand the land the geography so they use the same indian people to tribe up and go capture other indian people in them village destroy the village burn it to the ground yeah. and they created a mm -hmm. society after that right Bloody where, where these people are passed down through bloodline 
we're in this society to continue doing this thing. You understand? So I don't give a shit about, like this person talking all this stuff about Africa, this and they in this kente cloth and these the shikis. And a lot of the things that they're wearing is what's created by a Caucasian person somewhere up in, what, what was it? Was it Switzerland? Things like Switzerland? Um, it's It was up in, um, um what do you call it? Amsterdam. Um, Amsterdam? One of, one of those pure um, countries now. Right? Um, um, what do you call it? The, the, uh, the place where they, where, they, where they legalize herb. Amsterdam. Yeah. Right? And it's a Caucasian that created that. The dashiki. Yeah, so you can't take these people seriously. You understand? Yeah. Right? You see them talking about the Ashanti, the Ashanti, but it's the Ashanti people. And that um, means South America. applies to the folks in Peru and South America that they also slaughter and replace them with paler looking people or when they intermix the paler ones is what they left and the darker ones is what they took off the land the chinos yeah or um with the asians they call them the negritos go look mm -hmm. into the negritos the black negritos right that goes back to the asians the black chinese and these things that's they call them the negrito pacific islanders go look into that history mm -hmm. and you'll see and it has not stopped eugenics eugenics and full swing right now yeah. right in front of your eyes i told you guys about a year and a half ago or maybe two years about eugenics i see it coming right here right they here know, in your eyes they know, they know that if the person don't look like you talking you're going to always suspect but the more people that they bring that looks like you talking you're you're going to want to start letting down your guard mm -hmm. and say, Ooh, maybe it's true let me go you know but sister so-and-so said and brother so-and-so said well you know the rest on the side on the road they said it's you know look at ayatollah they said it's you know yeah man you know okay you know the rest among them you know them vital you know vital and these things so you know and then you run mm -hmm. you don't do no research for those of you who can read, you do no research and you run behind them, not knowing that they took money to sell you down the river. Mm-hmm. You get really? caught in a trap. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's unfortunate because a lot of our island folks, they, 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 they're, they're the first one really targeted with this ideology. Yeah. And they lose right. their way, they lose their identity, and then now they they then they now end up begging no they're begging they're mm -hmm. begging for something they already have which is their for freedom those, to move for those of you now on the mainland you'll say well you know brother shabazz said and you know brother malik and well you know brother so-and-so ahmed and you know or, or brother johnson you know you know what, what he wouldn't lie to me brother johnson would have lied to me i've known brother johnson all my life how well do you know brother johnson all your life have you been everywhere with brother johnson step by step with brother johnson you woke up next to brother johnson you ate breakfast <laughs> with brother johnson you went into the shower with brother johnson when brother johnson went traveling overseas for his wife he was there too with brother johnson come on now stop it don't stop playing with me people hmm. how many brothers throughout history you said were righteous and it, and and when you went ahead and you dug deep into these so-called leaders they really sold you out 
Yeah, because even the mar the so-called maroon a compound state of cockpit country, which is a trust that they they uh they created off of our our information. Um you know, you find yeah. these entities they create them for just like it's like a whole land grab. It's, yeah. it, it, they they're just there it is a land grab. It as is a proxies. Land grab. They are proxies. Yeah. And they pump them up, they they boost them up, they promote them. And they create this fake rift as if they are fighting with the Jamaica Corporation. When they are not, they are actually up in arms with each other. They are large friends because they are in the lodge, right? They, 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 they use codes. They use these media things, these, these publishing companies, and they use these, uh, uh, what you call them, like, uh, images, imagery, right? Because remember, yeah. the, the little tool, little one of them study psychology side of him, you know? Yep. You understand? So they know how to um, play with know, words and these Play things. with words, play with image, play with time, play with, yeah. you know, everything is so orchestrated, people. Yeah. Do not fall for the hokey dog. You, in, a, in a your capacity right now, should only look at your family archive records and go as far back as you can and you claim your identity you saw it's an identity crisis we are facing right now you claim exactly. your identity and when you claim your identity if they cannot rebut your claim your claim stand as the law and stand as the truth okay exactly they cannot rebut it they will never rebut it because first of all in order for the rebut it they have to show you all the ship manifest they have to show you every mm -hmm. single ancestor will come off of that slave ship. Yeah. They have to show you the mother's side yeah. and the father's side. The, the, the boat, line, boat lineage will come off of that this slave is, ship. They have to. This is, this is why it's important that more of us come out and have platforms to break down the history. Right? Because these people have billions of dollars backing them, behind them, with their think tanks and these things behind them right and this is the reason why um right now brother american arawak has started working on something that um is going into the proofreading process right now and uh the book is almost finished we're not going to give the title of the book yet but like i told you guys that there are some things coming into the works and there are some things in the works and they will start being pushed right to put out there for brothers and sisters who need this information. Okay. So um it's coming. It's yeah, we coming. try we, we try our best to make it as simple. So when you read it, you get it, you get the full, you're not getting half of the the thing. You're getting the full get to the point type of thing, more basic to the core, to the to the root of the problem type thing. You know. So you could correct what you really need to correct and stop dance around the issues. You need to stop dance around these issues and face them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is, take, is identity crisis. Yeah. Is an identity crisis you're going through. That's literally what we're under right now. Literally what we're under. And everybody, everybody and their mother that is corrupt is taking advantage of it. Because this man is going to say in his video about that our ancestors didn't team with the other ancestors, the other set of our ancestors, 
and sign a, a sellout treaty yeah to capture and kill off our own people that that's why it's like he's saying we deserve to be in the situation that we're in or you deserve to be in the situation that you're in and that's why they separate the cockpit country from ono that's what he's saying to and me the that's what he's country belongs to the in the um the, the arawaks of the island the cockpit country i'm gonna say that again the cockpit country is not for so-called a so-called militia what you no. know called maroons because that, that's what they are they are militia under the crown they work for the crown yeah they were granted these lands arawak lands right they were they, who gave the crown authority to grant so-called maroons arawakan lands nobody I want to see that that agreement that Arawak, um, my Arawakan ancestors literally, um, what you call it now, assign any lands to the crown to give it over to a militia known as Maroons. Exactly. I want to see that agreement. I need to see it. Exactly. Otherwise, your, your grant is null and void. You have no standing in no. regards to claiming that you are a maroon which is a, a crown militia so even that 1500 acres of land that the crown awarded to them it wasn't the crown to award to anyone in the first place exactly you understand as long, as long as you have the blood of the first man and woman of the americans yeah no one can come and tell you that you cannot go here and there on put on, 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 on in the forestry and these things and that this is their land it's not yours mm -hmm. yeah so if it's not our Arawakan chief or Arawakan um commute uh village or chiefdom that say hey Brit mr british or mrs british crown i will assign you 1500 acres and you're gonna assign it over to the the militia that you know call maroons if if that's not in, in in black and white or some kind of agreement when that's that was documented then i'm afraid to say that that everything that you're claiming sovereignty are for based upon a treaty that has no merit because if it wasn't from the original people in the first place which you have no claim over it because mm -hmm. we are still here um then your claims of being sovereign and all these nonsense over but being maroons and all these nonsense, acting like you are different from the people on the island, means nothing. Nothing. And that's why they're going around disrespecting the people out. And the people are saying that they're disrespectful. Right? And one have to come out and say, That is my nephew. Not his look, man. Let, let's 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 stop playing games here. It's nothing more than they did their genealogy and they realized that somewhere down the line of the Minot bloodline, they mm. are related. Mm -hmm. that's what they realized but did this man know all his life that that person was his family no they still like all the africans i'm like saying auntie auntie that's mm -hmm. literally what he's saying mm -hmm. okay so let's stop playing games here yeah man um i respectfully speaking mr curry and the compound or whatever you call it that, that place because it was never called a compound to my knowledge it's a man named a compound yeah. so um i just want to say this to you guys 
claiming that you are this and you are that and this and all these things, including the Jamaica Corporation, including, I'm not leaving you guys out either. And the crown, I'm going to ask you this. Which one of my ancestors, Arakan ancestors, gave you permission to give lands out to any militia known as a maroon militia? Because that's what you are. You're a maroon militia. You literally work with the police to um, suppress rebellions, um, infiltrate with communities, take us away, sell us as slaves to the crown. Right? That was the deal. So yeah. I want to know who gave you guys permission? Who? Where, where's the document that came from the original inhabitants that say you could give 1,500 acres over to some militia? Near maroons, because that's what they are. Malish, they're militias. They're militia men. So, um, until I see see that document or that agreement with that with that with you know between original inhabitants of the land and the so-called crown or the so-called British or the so-called Jamaica Corporation entity, well, all you guys are just are babbling. It's just bubble. Bubble. In front of the world stage, that's all they're doing yeah. talking bubble and acting literally. Bubbling. Is that, you're putting on a show, that's what you're doing yeah. right now. You're literally putting on a show in front of the world just to see the show. This this orchestrated, scripted um show. I don't know what you guys are trying to pull, but you ain't gonna work with us. with our eyes on you guys seeing what's going what you're really trying to do to the people down there big land grab one big, big land, land grab. grab setting up the, the cockpit country the people and not that inhabitants even claiming that you're a parity chief on it you can't claim these things oh you, yeah he's doing that too what what the hell are you doing you crazy huh and i'm a militia name called maroon that here are just militias working with the police. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up and um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up out of here. Yeah, so people, thanks for viewing. Thank you for your comments. Um, please go do your research. Do not take these people's word for it because you need to do your own research. Okay, exactly. or your research or whatever you um, want to call it. You need to do your own. That, um I the the last stream that I did do on my platform when I set out the the I think I did it the Friday and I said the Sunday I was going to break down and show you guys like the the um occult meaning of like the words like you know dealing with the jab and these things and uh and breaking down these things and stuff well I was hit with a strike for sharing the MSNBC footage of informed consent they said that that footage was um uh, medical misinformation, but it's still up on MSNBC. But they hit me with a strike, two strikes. They hit me with two strikes for that one video, for that one footage. Two strikes for the one footage. So I, uh, my channel is down for I think the next two months now. So that's why I wasn't able to do the stream, right? So yeah, but um, we do have the we do we do we do have a lot of information on the podcast and stuff like that. Um, so don't forget, uh, Shatabi Media is spelled X-T-A-B-I-M-E-D-I-A. Just type it in your search engine. It will come up, X-T-A-B-I, 
M-E-B-I-A, Shitabi Media. Um, we are also working on another platform as well. Uh, we're not going to give out the name to that platform yet, but uh, that's another platform that we're working on, and that's the platform that we're going to be doing our live streams on um, and pretty much everything on um, from now on when we are finished setting up uh, some of the things that we're setting up. Um, that platform is capable of doing live streams and stuff like that on there. And that platform has nothing to do with the YouTube um, platform as well. Totally new name, everything. Um, so starting from scratch. Uh, we will be we will be giving out that information soon also as well so that you guys can switch over subscribe over to the platform over there and these things we're not giving out certain information because we have trolls and people that will try to hack and sabotage what it is that we're doing right so yeah yeah um but with that being said folks like just be careful of these people out there right these folks don't mean you guys no good and i say peace love light to you all and stay safe. Peace out, people. Peace out. Little more.